What's going on, sports fans? Back at you once again, Raw Words Podcast, presented by LJ from Houston, of course. Week seven of the NFL season is upon us, and we got to get our game picks in. And when I'm doing my game picks, you know I got to have my boy Marley Betts, straight out of Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, Marley Mar? What is the deal, man? Chilling, chilling, ready to get into it. All right, we're going to start with the Thursday night football game, of course. We got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs going on the road in a divisional matchup with the Denver Broncos. Uh, the line opened up at minus three and a half, and the total is sitting at 49 right now. 49? Wow. Okay. 49. I think that's kind of high. Yeah, I think that's really high. Um, first of all, the Chiefs, we already know they're rushing atrocious and Denver can run the ball so I'm looking I'm looking at a possession game to where I think we I think these league has figured out Mahomes keep him off the field you know so I don't see Flacco making any big plays against the Chiefs to where it costs the game so so with that being said I'm definitely going to take the Chiefs not gonna take the points though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I almost thought you was gonna say the Broncos for a second, but the way you came in, um, and we all know how I feel about the Broncos and uh, Fluco at quarterback. Um, I just don't trust them. I do trust that run game. I do like Philip Lindsay. Um, that's one thing I do like and I do respect that the Broncos do have. Um, I know the Chiefs are coming off back-to-back home losses. And uh, like you said, the NFL may have figured them out. I still trust Andy Reid. Um, I know Mahomes is a little banged up, but I just don't think Denver can score enough points. Because although um, they lost to the Texans last week, I think they still put up t- uh, over 25 to 26 points or something like that. Maybe 24. And I just don't see the Broncos getting over 20. They only average 17 points a game. So um, as good as that defense is and as, as much as they can run the ball, the Chiefs are a quick strike offense. It only takes them, you know, they, they go deep and it, and it only takes a second for them to get down the field. So uh, I'll take the Chiefs, um, but I'll take the Chiefs on the middle line. I agree. All right. The next game we got on the slate is the Cardinals going on the road to take on Danny Dimes and the New York football Giants. So the line opened at the Giants at minus three. The total is sitting at 49 and a half. What you got? 49 and a half. 49 and a half. Yes, they saying it's going to be a high-scoring game. It looks like to me. Um, the Giants are getting healthy on offense. I think Saquon practiced today. So he might be back for this game. Hmm. So that could... Mr. Mark. Yeah, that could, that could sway my pick very, very easy. Um, the Cardinals been scoring on offense. Uh, I like Kyler Murray. He's been making plays the last couple. But how long is he going to keep that up? Because he can't be their running back and their quarterback, in my opinion. Because I think he's leading the team in rushing yards at your quarterback. So I don't right. think that's sustainable. So, um I like Daniel Jones, too. I mean, he's your typical protege quarterback. Stay in the pocket, read. You know, he keeps his composure. He doesn't get rattled. As of, you know, I haven't. 
as of late. You know, maybe it hasn't been a big game for him to even test that. But with all that being said, I am going to take the Giants because they're coming off a bye. They're at home. Um, it is going to be high scoring, I think. You say the, the total is what? 49 and a half. 49 and a half. It might be 50 something. So I'm going to think about that. But I'm definitely going to take the Giants on the money line but think about the total yeah um, I lean uh, I lean over on the total I won't make a decision as far as a bet on it yet but I definitely lean over with that Giants defense is terrible and uh, Cardinals isn't much better um, I actually like what Kyler Murray's been doing lately. Uh, I think we've been talking about it all season. The offense is definitely a lot better than what than what they have shown in the past. Um, defense still needs a lot of work, but like you said, you can't have your quarterback leading the team in rushing. I mean, I don't even care if he's second on the team. He, he shouldn't be, unless you're Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't think that's the recipe for success. So with that being said, as we know, I kind of have a, I won't say a soft spot for Danny Dines, but I do like how he's been playing, and I do think they get the win. They're coming off a bye week. Everybody's a bit rested. Like you said, Saquon's a little bit more healthy. Um, I definitely take the Giants. I don't know about the three, but I definitely go with the Giants for the win. Yeah, definitely. And uh, pay attention to, uh, I think, what's his name, Elvin Ingram? Is he the tight end for the Giants? Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. Yes, sir. Yeah, pay attention to him. He might have a fantasy day because Cardinals are giving up 599 yards to tight end. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so pay attention to that. All right. I might, I might have to look at that, man. My fantasy squad. So, next game we got up, our beloved Houston Texans on the road in the division to take on the Indianapolis Colts. Mr. Brissett and them. Uh, the line opened up at the Colts minus one and a half. The total is at 48. Very interesting in what you got to say about this. Um, I got I got a lot of things to say because this is going to be a chess match. Uh, both like the divisional game. These teams know each other. Uh, just played in the playoffs last year. You know, first round. So, Deshaun Watson, my friend, he's He's playing at an MVP level, and I really believe that we have the best young quarterback in the NFL right now. We I do. honestly feel that way. The way he can make plays, he's a winner. He's he's cerebral. It's just if Will Fuller wouldn't have dropped three catches last week, Marley, we probably would have scored fifty points. I think two of those are in the end zone. I definitely know one of them was. So, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna come down to running, who's going to run the most yards on each team on their defense? Who's going to keep the defense tired? You know, and keep... keep. I want to take my team. I want to take the Texans. But I think they have a better coach in Frank Wright. <laughs> and I really feel that I'm definitely going to take the coach. But I will take the cover. Minus one. Uh, only one and a half. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Might as well take them to win. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Colts in this game. All right. We both know we're biased to the Houston Texans. Well, at least I certainly am. Um, 
I agree with you with uh, the coaching battle. I definitely think we're going to where we lose the coaching edge. However, as you stated, Deshaun is the best young quarterback in the game right now, even better than Patrick Mahomes, if, considering that he has Andy Reid and all those weapons with that offense. Um, I think that definitely gives him an edge, statistically speaking. But I think with when Deshaun's rolling and when Patrick is rolling, I think we have the better quarterback. I think Deshaun is a better passer. Um, I think Patrick may be, may be a better deep ball thrower, but just overall, I think they give Patrick the edge because he has he has a little bit of flair. I mean, he throws no look passes, left hand passes, and you know all of that stuff. So he's kind of edgy. So he gets a little bit more pub. So I agree with what you were saying, uh, Bill O'Brien. We're definitely outcoached. Um, I also agree with the fact that we have the best young quarterback in the game right now. Um, Deshaun is a winner. Um, he's won at Clemson, what he did to the Alabama defense, to then come into the league and hit the ground running as he's been doing. His performance has been amazing. I am scared because I believe the Colts are coming off a bye. Am I not mistaken? Yes, they are. And that's what scares me. The Colts coming off a bye week. They had time to prepare. It's already a divisional game. That gives them an extra week to get healthy. Um, I'm pretty sure the linebacker Darius is back now from his, yeah. I think he had a concussion. That's going to be huge. Um, I got to go Texas stuff. <laughs> okay. And bet against my squad, and they're playing so well. I know the coach just beat the Chiefs. I know they just came off a great win. I think they were a little bit motivated, a little extra motivation with uh, Justin Houston being traded to the Colts and the way the um, the Chiefs being traded to the Colts from the Chiefs. And I think that last time they played each other, the Chiefs just blew them out. So I think they had like a little bit of extra motivation. I don't think that same energy is going to be there. Um, this week. I know it's a divisional game, so they'll still be a little pumped, but I just can't go away from how we're playing right now in spite of a bad coach. Like, they're winning in spite of because of Bill O'Brien. Our secondary scares the shit out of me because they're just awful. But, however, I'm just going to back to Texans, man. That's the score. I, I, I'm not going to give you I can't give you any numbers that justify beating the Colts but I'm betting with my heart which is what I tell everybody they should not do but they're playing such good football yeah they are they're playing great football but like I said I just think the Colts go control the run game time of possession and he go, they going to keep Deshaun Watson on the, on the sideline that's what I really feel is going to happen I got to have a you know unbiased perspective I get it, my brother. I get it. That, as you should. As you should. And I didn't take that money line last week. I took the points, and I regret it. <laughs> I didn't have faith. I have faith today. I'm riding with the Texans. Hey, I'm riding with you. Yeah. 
<laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right, man. Moving on. We got the winless Miami Dolphins on the road. Take on a very tough Buffalo Bill team that I really like. Um, the line opened up at minus 17. And the total is at 39. Uh, do I got to ask you what you got? <laughs> no, you don't. Because we all know Miami's the worst team in the league. Like, seriously. What do they do good? Tell me what do they do good. Lose. That's exactly what they do. (laughs) And the Bills, they coming off five. They prepare. They rested. Defense is just outstanding. Like, they have linebackers everywhere. And with Miami offensive limitations... I think the Bronx Buffalo Bills are going to have a fairly easy day. They're at home. Minus 17. That's a lot. I don't care if it's five or not. That's a lot of they points. Yeah, they don't score like that. Their offense right. is based on just running the ball, pounding ground, and, you know, get a field goal if can. But I do believe Colin said that out of 14 red zone attempts this year, Buffalo has scored 10 touchdowns. So when they get in the oh. red zone, they do score. So it's all about getting in that red zone. But, um, you know, with that being said, I'm definitely going to take Buffalo. It may be like 30 to like 17. You know, I I can't even give the Dolphins 20 points. So Man, I can't believe you just gave the Bills 30. I mean, I, I'm looking at like a turnover, like a, you know, interception touchdown. A fumble recovery touchdown. I'm, I'm thinking the, the gotcha. defense is going to score as well. Definitely possible with that uh, offense that's out there on the field. Um, I think they're going to start Fitzpatrick, or at least I know he came in at the end of the at the end of the game last week. Uh, I would put Fitzpatrick, and I've seen enough of Josh Rosen um, so far. I mean, they just look awful. I know they're supposedly tanking on purpose, but I mean, I don't think you can tank and still look that bad. Like. That is a bad football team. And, um, I mean, we'll take the Bills. We already know. I definitely won't take the 17 points because they're offensively, the Bills are just not um, high-powered. Like you said, they like to run the ball, um, make a couple plays here and there. If they get in the red zone, they tend to punch it in. But um, I would just take the Bills on the money line. I definitely wouldn't give up 17 points. It's just way too many points for me. But Bills get the victory easily in New York. Easily. Easily. I agree. Uh, next game is a very interesting divisional game. You have the Minnesota Vikings going on the road to take on the Detroit Lions. Um, the game is a pick em, straight up. Yeah, because it's a close game. These, these teams are very close. Um, but they are opposite in one key statistic, in my opinion, and that's rushing the ball. Minnesota's like top three rushing. Detroit is bottom three in rushing. So am I going to trust Kirk Cousins to pick apart Detroit's secondary? Because I do believe that they held Patrick Mahomes under a touchdown when they played them. So I, I, I don't see Kirk Cousins having a particular you know, impressive day. He did have one last week. I don't see him being that impressive this game. But I am going to take Minnesota because of the defense. I think 
think you limit Matthew Stafford. Because, um, like I said, they can't run the ball. So he's going to have to throw the ball like 40 times to even, you know, have a chance to win. So I think that'll tire him out. And I'm going to have to take Kirk Cousins, unfortunately, and the Minnesota Vikings, especially coming off that win last week against Philly. Because I bet on him. The Minnesota showed me that y'all should have took us. So I'm going to ride with them this week. Just because they won last Ooh. week. We both took that L last week with Philly. Yes, we did. Uh, take it together. <laughs> they, they whooped us both. Um, very close game. I understand why I tend to pick them. Um, I like both of these defenses. Uh, I'm, I'm actually loving the job uh, Pat Patricia is doing in Detroit to turn that team around. Um, but I can't take a team that settles for field goals in the red zone. Got to score touchdowns. And that, I know a lot of people want to blame the refs. For the Packers lost on Monday night, which they did make some questionable calls. But um, when you settle for field goals, you tend to lose games against good teams. And um, Minnesota's definitely a good team to me. Um, I don't think they're a great team, but I definitely think they're a good team. Like you said, they can run the ball. Um, I think Williams ate their run deep Monday night, if I'm not mistaken. I know he rushed for over 100 yards. I'm not, I don't have the exact number for so I expect more of the same from Dalvin Cook. It's a short week for the Lions because they just played on Monday. So And they traveled to Green Bay, which isn't that far from Detroit, but it's still travel. Um, so I'll definitely take the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Kirk Cousins is not my favorite quarterback, especially in big moments. I don't think this is a big enough moment for him to fail. He normally plays good in lesser moments. So... Um, I'm definitely taking the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook could get over 100 yards. Um, and I'm not a big believer in Stafford. I like Stafford. He's an okay, uh, he's a, I think he's an above average, but not quite elite quarterback. So uh, I definitely take the Vikings. Um, close game, probably less than a field goal. Um, but give me the Vikings. Without giving up any points, I'll definitely take it. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings too, because. Um Detroit's rush defense is horrible. They've given up, they've given up a hundred yards every game this year. So Dallas Cook yeah. definitely going to have a hundred yards on them. So. Yeah, I think he'll have a field day tomorrow or Sunday, rather. Yeah. Already got the uh, Raiders, uh, Raiders going on the road to take on that bad man and Aaron Rodgers and those Green Bay Packers. Um, the line opened up at minus seven. I, we don't have a total as of right now, so we're just working with it. Okay. Raiders coming off a bye, right? Sure. Packers playing on a short week. Yes, sir. So, but they are at home. And sir. that's the key thing to me. Um, they, they 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 barely won last week because I think the refs hold Detroit and I think the Packers are due for a loss mm. and this is going to be a close game because believe it or not the Raiders have been playing some good ball as of oh I know they can they have them. two they straight victories yeah they could they could run the ball um, wear down the defense. 
And you do know Derek Carr is uh, first in the league in completion percentage at 73%. So. 73%. Yes, I yeah. do know that, sir. So I can see him, you know, converting third downs because I think they're like top 10 in that too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they actually, they're stops the top five, 47% in third down. Prepared. I think Green Bay is due for a loss. They're coming off a short week. So you know what I'm going to do, Marlon? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take... <laughs> I want to take the Raiders, but I ain't taking the Raiders in Lambeau Field. They're going to have to win. So, Packers 24, Raiders 21. All right, so I was breaking this game down earlier. Um, gonna do a video about it here in a little while, maybe tomorrow. Derek Carr, man, he's six touchdowns, three interceptions, zero interceptions in the last two games against the Colts and Bears. Two good defenses. Yeah. Um, like you said, Jacobs is running the ball well. Um, it's pretty surprising for Alabama running back. Well, uh. They don't fare Alabama running backs never really fare too well coming out of the league. Jacobs is looking amazing thus far. Um, seven points is just too much for me. I'll take the seven points on the betting aspect. I'm going to take the seven. Um, Raiders coming off a bye week. Packers on a short week. It's a recipe for a cover, if, if not a defeat. But I can't take a, I can't take a West Coast team traveling East Coast to go to Green Bay let alone the Raiders. So I definitely take the Packers for the win, but I'm going to take the Raiders to cover the seven. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding with you on that one. Definitely. Because, like I, I said, both of these teams, they're missing their receiver. They, they have lack of depth in receiver position. Green Bay's hurt. Devontae Adams, you know. So they, both of these teams will have to run the ball to get this win and Green Bay gonna squeak it out because of the, like I said, field goal. They'll kick a field goal last second and win the game. Yeah, I see that. I can see that. I can see. I can see a scenario where the Raiders actually win the game, but I I can't put my money on it. Not at home. This game was in Oakland. I probably would go Raiders money line. Probably. Definitely see that. Definitely can see that. All right, so moving on. I'm going to go ahead and got the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, Minshew Mania going on the road to take on uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Jaguars are minus three, and the total is at 43 and a half. Oh. The Jaguars just traded their star quarterback. So, they got rid of that issue. Um, so, let's see how the defense plays now because I believe they're on a two-game losing streak, if I'm not mistaken, right? Carolina and the Saints. So, yep. I think they're going to be definitely, definitely itching for a win. Minshew has still been consistent, you know. he He hasn't had, you know, success as of late, but he's still a serviceable quarterback back there. It's all, the, it's all about they're running the ball. If they can get a run game, 
I think they will be a decent team. At least a competitive. Uh, Cincinnati, we already know their issue. Uh, defense, I think they're giving up like top bottom five points of game. I think yards game, like it's it's ridiculous. So uh, I don't see them. They're winless. Have they won yet? Cincinnati I was wondering. I think they're winless. They win. Yeah. I'm not taking them. <laughs> They're going to have to win if take them. So, with that being said, we're going to take Jackson to win this game on the road, get off the two game losing streak, and beat the Cincinnati Beagle. And what's Whoa. the total? The total is at 43 and a half. 43? That's going to be over. I'm going to say 28, 28 to 25. Whoa. Are you giving Cincinnati their first win, huh? Uh, 25, big. Yeah, you're giving Cincinnati their first win, right? No. They're losing. Big? No, I said Jacksonville. I said Jacksonville. 28, Cincinnati, 23. Gotta get my hearing checked out of here. Okay. Well, hey, I agree with you. I think this uh, Bengals team is terrible. Um, I don't. I think they're the second worst team. I think they're better than the Dolphins, if that says anything. Um, I definitely think. I think that Jalen Ramsey trade might demoralize the defense just a little bit. Um, but they haven't played. With, he hasn't played in three weeks, so they're used to playing without him. Um, I don't know if they had any hope that he would come back. But to the best of my knowledge, the team did like Jalen, especially the defense. So I know that may demoralize them just a little bit. But going into Cincinnati, man, I think that's just the perfect place to get. Um, see that there are Miami. I definitely take the Jags um, money line for sure. I don't know about the cover because they – or a lot of points. I'm surprised you're giving them 28. It's a lot of points for them to me. Um, but I definitely take the Jags for the win easy. I, I just this. I think this Bengal team may have melded in already. Honestly, I, I think they know that they're not going anywhere. It's a lost cause for the rest of this. Um, and I think they've already packed up. Not packed up the U-Haul, but they're already making calls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give me the Jags uh, money easy. I like Min. I like what he's been doing as a rookie. Um, tough loss against the Saints. Tough loss against the Panthers. But they were right there in both of those ball games. And um, I mean, the Panthers and Saints are rolling right now, even without Drew Brees and, or Cam Newton. So um, the Bengals, I just don't really see them having a shot in this. I, I'll take the Jags easy. Yeah, he should get the run of the ball very well because Cincinnati give up 167 yards a game on the ground and giving up 411 total yards. Like, Jack should have a nice day with Cincinnati, seriously. Defense will be tired, let's say that. Field day, exactly. So, moving on here, uh, we got the LA Rams going on the road to take care of. Atlanta Falcons. The line is at minus three. 
and the total is at a staggering 54 points. 54. 84. Shoot. Um, both of these teams can air the ball out. And it's a coincidence these two teams are playing because Matt Ryan and Jared Goff both lead the league in pass attempts. They throw the ball over 40 times a game. Average. So, obviously, for them to do that, they don't have a run game. We already know Atlanta don't have a run game. So, the Rams, not Gurley's hurt. So, they don't really have a run game. So, we're depending on two quarter, these quarterbacks to air it out and make plays. Um, I think Atlanta is desperate right now because I believe they... They're like one in five, I think. Um, yeah, one in five. Yeah, one in four. One in five. Yeah, it's the defense. It's, it's been terrible. The offense hasn't been bad. They're like top five, right. I think, in passing yards. So, man, Ryan has had success passing the ball. It's just the defense lets them down. Um, the Rams have struggled on offense as of late. Um, they just, like I said, they just traded for Jalen Ramsey. He's obviously playing on Sunday. He's going to be healed all of a sudden. You know, the back. Yeah, all the backs are going to feel good. Yeah, all the issues. You know, I'm good now, you know. So, he's definitely going to play. I wouldn't be surprised if it go over, to be honest with you. I can see both these guys scoring 30 points. I can. I can. I agree. Seriously. Uh, I'm, for as far as the pick, I'm definitely taking the Rams because you don't know, like Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> and it's in Atlanta too. So the Rams are the favorite. The Rams are the favorite, minus three. So I want to take Atlanta so bad in this spot. I know you do. Because if I, the Rams if I are the way I felt about them, I would take them spot. This is a perfect spot for the Falcons. At home, Rams are reeling right now. They they tie no tie Gurley. It seems like the NFL may have figured out Wonder Boy McVay. Um, they just traded Peters to the Ravens, which I actually like Peters going to the Ravens. He fits that defense personality. Um Ramsey's gonna come in. They have to you know they have to play man because he doesn't know the defense. So you know you're gonna get man coverage. For the most um god I want to take the Falcons so bad but I hate them so much uh, don't do it man you know what don't do it <laughs> oh I want to take the Falcons they're due for a win they gotta be due for a win however I'm going to take the Rams to get back on track they can't run the ball they're so one-dimensional. So you're going to let uh, Aaron Donald tee off on Matt Ryan for the most part, right up in his face. He can't scramble and get out the pocket. And so with that being said, give me the Rams. I actually do like the over in this game. I can see both of these teams getting up to 30 points. It'll be a shootout because all the Falcons can't do is throw the ball. They're not going to. I don't even think they try to run it anymore. Um, yeah, they don't. Freeman has been okay. He's actually on my fantasy team. He's been okay. He's been better since the first couple games, I should say. But um, their run game is just awful. And defensively, they're just awful. At least I can say they're who played decent deep 
guys that can play defense. You put Talib is injured. He's on rib injury. So, but you get Ramsey. Um, I still have to go with the Rams. I, I, I cannot at all. Either. Um, so, yeah, give me the Rams. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Yes, oh, I want to take it. If there was any other team, I probably would take the Falcons. I mean, uh, any other home team, I would take them. But I, I just can't, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. So we'll move on. We'll go with the uh, San Francisco defeated San Francisco 49ers on the road to. T- I don't know what's going on in Washington. They're taking on the Washington Redskins right now this week. The line is at San Fran minus 10. The total is at 42. Hey, that could be right on the number. Scary total. Yeah, that could be right on it. Um, first of all, I would like to apologize to San Francisco 49ers because I originally picked them last week, but I psyched myself out to take the Rams because of uh, some statistical coincidence that's happened. Hey, Richard Sherman said keep that same energy. Richard Sherman said keep that same energy. Uh, no, I want to I want to apologize to the San Francisco 49ers for disrespecting them. And like their defense is 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 real. They they have pass real. rushers, they got linebackers, and they got quarterbacks. I think they had three first round picks on that defensive line, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's major production at that position. Um, so let me ask you this quick question. We know what side we're going to take. We both know we're on the 49ers. Yeah. The question is do you give up the 10 points? Cover that. Stop disrespecting it. They held the Rams to seven last week, bro. The Rams. Yeah, they might not even score. They right? might not even score. So you, so you think the under is good? Yeah, it. it I'll, I'll see them scoring uh, twenty points. I only say I say 10. twenty-one to ten. Forty-nineers win this game. Yeah, I can see that. I'll definitely make a play on the under. Um, I mean, on the 49ers for sure. I'll definitely give up that 10 points. They're going to smash the Raiders. I mean, the rest. And was over there three years ago with yeah. his dad. Or was it not three years ago? Probably like five years. Um, And I don't think that ended pretty well. I saw a recent interview that um, they asked him what was his best memories of being over there. What was the best thing about being over there? Just, it's only Republican in the players. He hated management. He hated Dan Snyder. I don't see, um, I don't see this game being close. I think he's going to want to shut them out. I think he's going to want to step on their neck. I mean, we're both definitely taking the 49ers. And I think I'll give up the 10 points as well. Should be a blowout game. We can move on from that game. There's no need. We that, that's an easy choice. Um, next one's a little bit tougher. Let's take on the got the San Diego Chargers going on the road to take on the Tennessee Titans. 
Tennessee Titans are minus one at home with a total being 38 and a half. Very low total. What you got for me? That's going to be under. Uh, Ooh. Because these teams have major issues, both of them. Uh, the Chargers, they got injuries all across the board. And the Titans, they, they got Mariota out of there. They put Tannehill in. So. Tannehill is, will be the starting quarterback. Yeah, this is this is gonna be a low scoring game. Uh, I think the Chargers will find a way to win because they lost two in a row. And I think that Phillip Rivers is a more seasoned quarterback than Tannehill. Uh, I think the Chargers defense could probably you know lure him into some mistakes. Uh, both, the, but the defense will will hold the Chargers probably right at twenty points because they don't really give up that many points on the Titans' defense, even though the offense is, you know, don't give them no no consistency. So I'm going to have to take the Chargers, even though how I feel about them this year. I'm going to have to take them because just the the quarterback change in Tennessee scares me, and I don't think they're going to, you know, have any type of offense production with the Chargers coming off two losses. So I'm going to ride with the Chargers game. And I would take the so, under. The under. Oh, I like the under. I like the under. I, I actually love the under, even though it's 38 and a half. I think it'll drop because the Titans defense is, is, is stellar. I mean, they ball. That's that's Vrabel. Another, I, I mean, every time I talk about the Titans, I mention Vrabel because the Texans let them go. Just fired up on Vrabel. Think about how good our defense be with Deshaun Watson on the other side. And Rebel will run the ball. We won't, Deshaun won't be getting hit as much. Even though our offensive line is... I think he's been sacked in two games, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. You're right. I said around week six. Six, the offensive line to come together. We know we made the trade. Offense is one of the one unit that they have to play together. They have to be on the same page. And so I think now they're on the same page and, and a lot better with protecting Deshaun. But back to the Titans and the Chargers. The Chargers are not who we thought they were. Regardless if it's injury, not playing the best, or, you know, maybe. But they're just not who we thought they were. Um, I love the Titans in this spot at home to bounce back. They're coming off a couple losses. I like the change at, with Tannehill. I think he's a better passer than Mariota. He can't move as well, but he can still move a little bit. He can move enough to scramble and make some plays. I like the Titans at home. Give me the Titans and Tannehill. I like Henry. They're going to run the ball. They're going to play stout defense. I'm looking at like 17-13 type ball game, maybe like a 20-14 to 14. Um, even 20 to 17, I can see field goal game. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a tight game, but that's the kind of game the Titans play. Other than that blowout they had with the Browns in week one, I think the majority of their games have been tight. Even the ones they lost, they held the Broncos to 16 points. They just couldn't score. That's their only issue. I think Tannehill solves a little bit of those problems. He's a better passer, better pocket passer. He still moves a little bit. And I think the changing of their quarterback is going to galvanize them because they know, that defense knows that we can't do nothing on offense. And I think if the if Tannehill just gets them in the end zone early, I think that'll spark that defense up even more. 
I like the Titans and the under. Give me the Titans. Well, all right. We both going against each other on that one. Hey, it took us, what, seven games to get there, but we got there. Yep. This next one is an interesting one. I think it should be the night game, but of course they're going to put the Cowboys on. <laughs> there. We got the Baltimore Ravens going on the road to take on what I think is the MVP candidate right now, Mr. Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the line opened up at Seattle minus four. Big number. And the total is at 51 right now. A nice little battle. Mark Jackson, Russell Wilson. Both of them can, you know, dual quarterback. Get pass and run. Um, it's going to come down to the defense. Baltimore and Seattle, you know, they they used to be known for their, you know, lockdown defense. But it's been the mm-hmm. offense that they carried both of these teams this year. Uh, Russell Wilson's played at an MVP uh, caliber right now. And if I had a vote, I would vote him definitely MVP because of what he has to work with with that team. He, he makes amazing plays that I, I just still don't understand how he got that touchdown pass to lock him. <laughs> in that corner. I, I just man. don't understand how he, he he put the ball right there. I, I, man. Anyway, I, I digress. Sorry, I digress. Um, yeah. Baltimore is, this is a tough road game for coming cross country. Seattle, we know how good they play at home. I'm definitely going to take Seattle to win this game because uh, they're rushing points, third down, total yards, red zone, time of possession. I mean, Seattle, they, they play good. They play good, good football. And it was proven last week, get down by Cleveland. Late in the game and still came back and won that game. So all that said, gotta win this game. I'm gonna say the score is gonna be like 31 to 27. 31-27. I like the over in this game. Um 51 is what it's sitting at. But the Ravens scare me offensively. Like sometimes I don't know. I mean not offensively. Well, they scare me offensively and because as great as Lamar started, he still has a long way to go um, at the quarterback position. And I, I just, I can't say I truly trust him in the fourth quarter when it comes down to it to, to get me into the end zone or get me in field goal range. I'm looking at Russ and I'm, I, what, what, I don't even know what to say other than like, he's, he, as if, if the season ended today, Russell Wilson is the MVP of the season. I mean, he doesn't even have a ton of weapons at receiver. And the thing that the, he makes happen is just is crazy. Um, I don't know if they cover the four. I think that's a lot for them. They're always in tight games. I mean, he's missed a full quarter. They try to run the ball and then let him make a little magic at the end. Um, but I don't trust the four points necessarily. But I don't trust the Ravens getting four points either, because <laughs> I just I'm just so scared of, of Lamar Jackson. I, I mean I mean I just I don't, I don't know. But I'll take Seattle to win the game at home. Six man, twelfth um, man. I'm sorry. I gotta go with. I have to go with Seattle versus Wilson. 
I completely agree. I mean, they're playing too good right now. Um, only thing Seattle is lacking to me is the pass rush because even though they got Javadia Clowney over there, they don't they don't seem to get to the quarterback you know, enough for me. But you know that's fixable as far as the system that they play. So yeah, I'm riding with Seattle, man. Till they lose, that's that's usually our philosophy, right? All right, got another uh, interesting game. You got uh, the New Orleans Saints, who that nation going on to take on the Chicago Bears. The line is opened up at minus three for the Bears. The total is at 38 and a half. 38? 38.5. <laughs> That's too much. No, I'm definitely taking the under in that. I want to take that right, right now. Like you can, man, lock that in right now. Um, the Saints—they playing two, playing consecutive two consecutive road games. Um, they've been playing good defense, though. I applaud the Saints playing great defense, not giving up a lot of points. Bridgewater, you know, he's been doing his job. Not turning the ball over, running the offense, being, you know, as they say, what they call a kind of quarterback. They call it serviceable. That, serviceable quarterback, something like that. Um, game manager. Game manager. There you go. Game manager. That's the word I was thinking. Uh, the Bears are coming off a bye. I think Trubisky's trying to come back, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I don't see the Bears scoring enough points to beat the Saints because I think Bridgewater is a more uh, real quarterback I guess than Mitchell Trubisky he relies a lot on his athletic ability so it's going to be close Bears at home do I want to take the Saints to win three consecutive road games or this will be two oh this will be two two consecutive okay um Ooh, this is a tricky one for me. Because the Bears defense is, you know, we know what that is. I don't have to ran off any stats. So, ooh, I'm going to take the Saints. But, hey, I've been doubting the Saints for like the last two weeks. Bears are coming up with. About at home, well, might be back. Um, damn, that really scares me. But I've doubted the Saints ever since Drew Brees went down, and all they keep is winning ball games and proving me wrong week after week after week. So I take the Saints. I have to take the Saints. I don't trust. I don't care who's at quarterback. I do not trust that Chicago Bear offense. I just can't do it. I can't do it at all. So, man, did that come through? I'm sorry. Yeah, let me start. Let me just. Kids. Got to back the Saints. I just can't trust this Bears defense, even with the week off. Sean Payton has just been proving me wrong week after week after week. 
So I have to back the Saints. I can't keep losing my money betting against them, especially with that offense. Like the Chicago Bears offense is terrible. Um, I don't care if they had a bye week. Hell, to open the season against the Packers, they had a whole training camp this summer and they still looked awful. So I'm on the Saints. Um, I don't think I'll need the three points. I'll take that money line. By the way, it's at plus 150 right now. And I think it's going to go up because I think people are going to take the Bears because they're coming off of my I think, did you take Trubisky back? Yeah, I think he's going to try to come back. He's going to, like, wear a slate or something on his arm. He could. Yeah, so I'm definitely thinking that number is going to go up to probably three and a half to four. Um, I actually want to check it right now while we're on the phone and see. Bears. Damn. It's it's already went up to one and a half. The Saints are now plus 155 on the money line. Yeah. I'm going to be all over that. Yes, I'm all over that too. That starts. All right. We got the final Sunday night game. You know, you got Dallas's team. Not they're not America team. The Dallas's team. The Cowboys, division rival, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cowboys are minus three. The total is at 48 and a half. Ooh, that's right on it. I was thinking like 27, 21, something like that. Um, Divisional game. This is a big game. Both of these teams are tied for the NFC. Uh, Yes. Cowboys have lost three straight. Three straight mm. games. They at home. Philadelphia ain't been playing great as well because their defense has issues on the back end as far as the secondary. Lost off. But, yeah, they did. But Dallas has a lot of injuries on their side of the ball as well. Mari Cooper, Randall Cobb. I think their left tackle is out. I think I heard that earlier today yes so I don't think they'll be able to overcome it I just think you're catching them at a vulnerable situation right now it's not their fault I guess injuries happen as part of the game so with that being said deserve to still be in the top 10 as far as me just for the fact of you know 52% third down efficiency you know they stay on the field and their defense you know if they can get a pass rush, though, they, they pretty much are in a great position to win games. So, with that being said, I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles to go into Jerry World. Mm. Scout. Mm. I think the score is going to be like 27 to 21. So, I think that number's right on. Right on the money, huh? 48 and a half. So, you got the Dallas Cowboys to go in, lose four games straight, which you tell me. With the fourth one, throw to. Cooper's gone, right? Yes. Aaron. Cobb is gone. And Cooper's gone. Is Witten still there? Yes. <laughs> but how much production you going to get out of him? 
two catches, seven yards. Yeah. Yeah, so is Gallup playing? Um, if he is, that's his only weapon. Man. Man. He's still playing. He's going to get on that Philly defense. Minnesota got pretty poor. No. Have a hundred yards again, but he will have a hundred this week. But I just think Philly. I mean, I just think they catch the Dallas at a vulnerable spot, man. Too many injuries. They can't overcome it. Yep. So I like this game to go over the total at 48. Um, and I think that exactly what you said is right. And I think the biggest injury, is, more than it is the receivers, is Tyron Smith, the left tackle. I think that is a huge injury to the to the Cowboys up front, man. I think he's supposed to be he's one of the best left tackles in football when healthy. And to not have him there, I think that really hurts them. I think it hurts the running game and it hurts the passing game. I think Amari Cooper's injury is just as big. And those are two killers that they cannot overcome. I mean, like you said, who the hell is he going to throw the ball to? So everything is on that defense. And I mean, as much as I like that defense, they haven't been living up to, to the reputation they've had last year. Um, I don't know what happened to Demarcus Lawrence. He hasn't been showing up. Um, I still love the linebackers, but I just, I, I don't know what's going on in Dallas. And I hate Dallas. I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but they, I thought they had enough talent to get to where, you know, NFC Championship maybe. I'm not so sure anymore, but I'm definitely taking the Eagles, taking the money line. I'm taking it at plus 130. Oh, that'll be a sexy little it would be a sexy parlay. Who's the, who's, the, who's the favorite? Cowboys are the favorite. Yeah, I'll take it. Eagles are the Ooh, that's nice. That's sexy right there. Eagles, Saints, and then Seahawks for an easy one. Yeah, so um, we're both on the Eagles then because I like the Eagles money line. And uh, I just, like you said, it's just too many injuries. On Dallas side of the ball, and, and I, I don't think it's, I don't think they can overcome it. Like, who is he going to throw the ball to? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't believe in Jason Garrett. I don't believe in him to go and design up some some type of scheme. He's just as like Bill O'Brien. Yeah. So, you know, I think we probably have the two worst coaches in football in uh, in right now. Yeah, I feel you. It's just, it's just awful. All right, take on that Monday nighter with uh, the New England Patriots. We're going on the road to take on the New York J E T S Jets. Uh, the total is at forty-two and a half, and the Jets are a plus nine and a half underdog at home. Um, 
an impulsive person would be like, yeah, I'm going to take the chance to win this game, right? But New England, I think Tom Brady is like 22 and like two against the Jets. Like, it's a the Jets to cover the points. I don't think, I think that's too much. Nine and a half. Yeah, I think the Jets are hanging around. Um, I definitely think the Jets are hanging around. I'm definitely taking the nine and a half points. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to bet that nine and a half. I actually want to check real quick to see if it's moved up to probably 10. And one gambling rule that I remember, um, a guy named Joe Duffy, you can find him on YouTube, taught me a long time ago. Divisional games more than 10 points take the 10. too well play each other twice a year and I'm sure it's gone oh still at nine and a half wow I expect that line to go up though but I mean come on the Patriots are going to win this game <laughs> I mean Tom Brady Bill Belichick that defense um, it's, just, that, it's just the talent is not even close let alone the coaching so uh yeah, give me the Patriots for the win, but I'm definitely going to take that nine and a half. I'm sure to be a 10 by Sunday. So, just to recap, you said you have Kansas City Thursday night, right? Yes, sir. And on Sunday, you have Green Bay, 49ers, Giants, Houston. Who did you have out of Minnesota, Detroit? I got the Vikings. Who did you have out of Jacksonville? I have Jacksonville. Okay. Buffalo, Rams, tight, Seattle, Orleans, Philly, and New England. Yep. Sounds about right. But sure. we just disagree on I believe so. Titans? Yeah. Titans and Chargers. No. Hmm. Minnesota. Uh, yeah, yeah. Titans and Chargers, yeah. Wow. Got to find another upset because you know it's always two upsets a week. So one of us is wrong. Saints and Eagles are underdogs. The Saints and the Eagles are underdogs. <clears throat> Let's bet on them. Saints and Eagles. We need a third team. Underdog. You can look at the Vikings because it's a pick them. Or you can look at uh, Cardinals. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> Never <laughs> know. Detroit Packers. Yeah, yeah. Packers plus. Seven. I mean Raiders plus seven. Way well, won't be plus money though. Yeah, we gotta we gotta find that. Yeah, we, we gotta find that. We'll figure it out before oh. Sunday. For sure. But uh For sure. See, feeling confident. It wasn't really too hard to pick this week, but like we say, it's always those two upsets that we don't never see coming. So we'll just have to wait and see <laughs> how it unfolds. But uh I want to appreciate my boy Marley coming back on with me. Uh, Marley, give me your social media, man, before we get out of here. 
Man, y'all check me out on Facebook at, at Girls Marley. Uh, look me up at the same at Girls Marley Instagram. Check us out at Brothers and Bets on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Post videos daily. I love you. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LJ Sports Talk. Follow me, subscribe to all our YouTube content, everything that we have online. It's for the people, you know. We enjoy doing this when we can, you know. So y'all get at us once again. Rawwares Podcast, LJ from Houston, Barley Betts, and we out. Hey, sports fans. If you enjoy watching football, want a chance to win some money, how about you join poolhost.com, the website that you can pick every NFL game of the week, pick the winners of all the teams with a $10 pay-in every week, and have a chance to win the big prize. All you have to do, create an account at poolhost.com. Log in, go to the Pools Tools menu, and choose Join a Private Pool. Then you choose Pro Football Pick'em. To join the pool, you need to enter the pool ID, which is 34927. The pool password one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Once you log in, you pick the private group black. And then you begin to pick all the winners that you feel are going to win the game. Every week, there's a first place winner and a second place winner. So it's not too late to join up. See if you can win the grand prize at the end of the week. Once again, poolhost.com. Log into the pool tools menu and choose private pool. Choose the Pro Football Picker into the ID 34927, password 12345678, and join Black. They have a chance to win the grand prize. Good luck and hope you win some money. <laughs>